When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And, and this week, we are going to a place that no one's been before. The Observatory? <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone's ever been to the Observatory in Springfield. I didn't even know they had an observatory. Neither did I. And we're also going to have, we're going to do some science experiments and we're going to burn down Moe's bar. Wait, what was that? What was that thing from Star Trek? I was trying to do the Star Trek thing this morning, but now I can't. I don't know if I said it right. We're the boldly going go to prosper. No, like uh, boldly go no, where no, no man has gone before. Yeah, that's, that's what I was trying to say. I don't think I said it right to begin the episode, but that's OK. But we're going to we're going to try that. We're going to try to boldly go where no Simpson has gone before. Well, we're not really going into outer space. I know. We're going to talk about space, though. Yes, we are. And we're going to talk about how unrealistic this episode is. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are I you talking about? We, we've all seen Armageddon. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny enough that you mention Armageddon. So uh, people have actually talked about, would it be easier to train drillers to be astronauts or astronauts to be drillers? And uh, actually, people have said that what Armageddon did was actually what you would probably do. Oh, blow up the blow up the the asteroid. Well, no, like train the people that aren't astronauts to become astronauts instead of training the astronauts to use the equipment, because these, oh. these people already know how to use this equipment, so it'd be easier just to train them to go into space. Oh, gotcha. So, but this episode, season six, episode fourteen, Bart's comet. Dude, yeah. seriously, I don't know if it gets any better. We've talked about this countless times. Are are they going to do a better job with naming episodes? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. We'll have to see. Bart's it's not, Comet. It, it's not necessarily horrible, but it's pretty basic. That's yeah. that's for sure. But I like to point out, I like to point out, obviously we're talking about Armageddon and there was that other movie, Deep Impact. Yes. I, the Simpsons did it first here, folks. Yes, this, they did. This episode came out in 95, where yes. Armageddon and Deep Impact didn't come out till 98. So yep. they stole the Simpsons idea. Well, did they? Do, <laughs> they didn't really, though, because Deep Impact, doesn't the the comet hit the Earth? It actually did, but it wasn't as bad as they were. Kind of like a Homer theory, which we, yeah. haven't, we haven't talked about yet. But I, I feel like Deep, yes, Deep Impact did hit the Earth, but it wasn't a... a uh, extinction level event like everyone thought yeah. it was going to be i mean it was still bad oh it was horrible yeah absolutely well and then armageddon they actually blew up the comet sorry exactly. spoiler spoiler alert 20 <laughs> years later yeah it's okay you're cool um so this aired uh february 5th 1995 and our recap bart discovers a comet which turns out to be on a collision course with earth dun yep. dun dun uh see, see armageddon stole this idea I mean, it's no, 
<laughs> so here's the thing. The Simpsons probably stole this idea from somewhere else. Maybe. I, I, I mean, I an, can't It's think a comet hitting Earth. I'm no, pretty sure that story is out there. You think so? I yes. Mean, all right. Yes. All right, maybe. <laughs> um, the chalkboard this week. <laughs> Cursive writing does not mean what I think it does. Yes, yes, that's great. I love it because Bart obviously was writing naughty words during class. Correct. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yes. They were learning cursive writing and Bart's like, I know all my cursive words. I feel like fourth grade is roughly around the time I started learning cursive. Curse words? Cursive. <laughs> cursive. Okay. No, uh, I knew cur- I probably I probably heard curse words as early as the age of like, I don't know, five or six. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, Ten years old is fourth grade, right? Yes. So, right, obviously, Bart. So my first album that I remember getting that my parents got me with swear words in it was Dookie by Green Day. Okay. So, yeah, it's about, it tracks. Yeah. I think the whole, the whole thing tracks. Yeah. So the couch gag this week, uh, we get uh, the living room in black and white, and the Simpsons are animated as smiling rubber hose cartoon characters of the early 1930s. And they come in and do a little, you know, stiff dance with their arms. They're like bouncing up and down. I like it. Yeah, that was it's classic. Cool. Yeah. I think it's cool. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, now we're getting uh, Science Week at Springfield Elementary, which Good. I think is kind of cool. That's awesome. I, f- I feel like we, well, we always had like the egg drop thing. Obviously, this was this was middle school, not yeah. Uh, but we always did like uh, this type of stuff in our school system, so yeah. that was that was kind of cool. And Skinner's like, and now to top off our most uh, propane explosion-free science week ever. So I guess they decided not to do explosive. Uh, I mean, it's events. elementary school. Probably a good idea. Our grand finale: the launching of a weather balloon. And the kids applaud and cheer. And Bart's like, yay, go weather balloon. Hurrah for science. Woo. (laughs) That was great. And Skinner's like, hurrah for science. Woo. Well, I can't say I approve of the woo, but the hurrah was uh, quite heartening. (laughs) If, if, If you're Principal Skinner and you're hearing Bart Simpson getting excited about science, I would be super suspicious. (laughs) <laughs> yeah super suspicious because bart never yep. shows an interest in things that yep. unless they're destructive unless and this is well this isn't necessarily destructive this is just a prank funny. yeah a prank yeah and so i like how willie releases the weather boon and as it's launched bart pulls a string now okay come on someone yeah. had to see the string coming <laughs> off this thing and going to Bart. like why is there this extra string on this weather yeah. balloon yeah. ah who cares but Bart pulls the string to reveal his handiwork, uh, and it has transformed the balloon into the likeness of Skinner bending forward with his pants down <laughs> and holding a sign that says, Hi, I'm Big Butt Skinner. <laughs> now, now, obviously, now, okay, who built the weather balloon? Do you think it was the students? Do you think it was Principal Skinner? And he was like, oh, this is a cool science. Who do you think built the balloon? Uh, probably the kids had a helping hand in it. Okay, because obviously, I, I don't know if this played into Bart's prank and if he was the one that picked the colors, but obviously the top of the balloon was yellow, yeah. and the bottom of the balloon was blue. Which no, 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 the top top of the balloon was blue. 
No, otherwise it wouldn't look as like his butt. The top of the balloon had to be yellow. Oh yeah, there's butt. the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah. get with the program here. But yeah. so the top of the top of the balloon was yellow, bottom half was blue to depict Skinner's yeah. suit and body. Yeah. So would would the whole prank have been bolstered if that obviously that wasn't the color scheme? So I wonder if Bart just had a hand in the picking of the colors. Like I, I, I think the whole thing was developed by Bart and his helping hand within this project. I I don't know if Skinner would have gone along with it if Bart is the one that pitched it. <laughs> no way. I don't know. We'll find out here in a minute, though. Yeah. So Skinner goes and chases after the balloon, yeah. and, you know, he can't catch it. So, you know, Bart thinks he didn't do you know, a good job of capturing the eyes. <laughs> and Milhouse responds with, uh, one of Bart's failings was Bart demands perfection. If, um, if he had if a failing. If he had a failing, yes. <laughs> it's like, well, Bart, if you had a failing. It's yeah. Like, if, I mean, yeah. So obviously, so obviously Milhouse sees Bart as this perfect person and he idolizes yeah. him. Yeah. So. Because um, Bart yeah. has many failings. He does. Yeah. And so uh, Skinner tells the kids that whoever gets the balloon down doesn't have to learn <laughs> fractions. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I might pick up a rock and start trying to hook it. Yeah. So the, so the kids start throwing rocks at it and they end up hitting Skinner's car instead. <laughs> well, they're kids uh, and the balloon is high up in the air. Yep. And when he tells them to be careful, Nelson and Jimbo decide, oh, and purposely thuck rocks at uh, Skinner's car. Which one breaks the window? Yep. And I, I think Skinner gets his car fixed because I, I think it's that brown Hyundai it doesn't someone in the future steal his like Hyundai like logo or Honda Honda yeah. logo off his car. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it might be the same car. I think, uh, I think Skinner just gets it fixed. Probably. Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. We'll put a pin in that. Cause I want I want to see if this, his car shows up like this in the future. So Skinner tells Willie to take down the balloon <laughs> and Willie uh, shoots at it, but misses the fighter jets uh, that are flying by for, I mean, testing, I guess. They have, Springfield does have a military academy around there, so yeah, could be could be testing in the area. Yeah, And uh, they're like, oh, we got to identify this. And it, it, it sees an image of Willie, but it yeah. uh, comes back as Iraqi <laughs> fighter jet. <laughs> and, you know, one of the fighter jets is like, launching Sidewinder missiles. And then it goes down and hits the guy next to him. It's like, Launching second Sidewinder missile. It goes forward and comes back and hits him. Because obviously they're not aiming at anything. Like No, they're not. Like, there's no intention of where they're aiming these things. So hitting themselves is obviously the next logical course of action. Yeah. And one of the fighter jets, you know, um, the pilots, you know, kind of, uh, what do they do? They hit their eject buttons. Yeah. And uh, launch themselves out. And they're, they're fighting amongst each other. Um, and one of the pilots blames the accident on not spending enough money on the military. <laughs> and the other guy says to give the program a chance. <laughs> and then as they parachute to the ground, they start fighting with each other. No, no, the parachutes. Uh, oh, right. Like... Yes. Sorry. The parachutes fray because of the lack of funding. Yeah. And then when they hit the ground, then they start fighting over. Yes. Yeah, that was that was great. Um, And so Skinner, you know, he's pissed. He's like, uh, he's upset. He's like, God damn. I was like, oh, it won't come down for months. Curse the man who invented helium. Curse Pierre Jules Caesar Jassian. 
So yes, Pierre Jules Caesar Caesar Jansen, uh, who goes who went by Jules Jansen, was a French astronomer who, along with English scientist Joseph Norman Lockyer, uh, were credited with discovering gaseous nature of the solar chromosphere, um, and with uh, justification the element helium. So he nice. he invented helium. I guess um, I guess you invent helium. Well, yeah. Is helium is, not a, a, a naturally occurring gas? It It is. Actually, I learned this fun fact for you guys. So there was actually a helium shortage. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, that. About a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't go. I, I think there still might be because I was at Party City not too long ago and they were still struggling. So yeah. they're at least the one I know of, the one I learned about is uh, they manufacture it as a natural occurring gas that comes out of Colorado in the mountains. Okay. Mountainous areas. And yeah, there the the helium pockets were were drying up, and my guess global warming, drilling, whatever the yeah. fuck else is, idiots are doing to our planet. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if they found a new a new place. I don't think they necessarily have. I don't know if helium can be manufactured. I'm assuming it's possible it can be. I have no idea. I'm not um, a scientist. I'm not, I'm not a scientist, so I, <laughs> I don't just, know. I just play but, one on TV. Exactly. Now, if there's any scientists that listen to us and you know if you can manufacture helium, shoot us an email at the Simpsons at uh, yeah. gmail.com. Yeah. So, uh, so then Skinner is like, all right, who did this? And he goes up to Simpson or to Bart <laughs> and he's like, all right, Bart, empty your pockets. He's like, me? Okay. And so he empties his pockets and within his pockets, I don't know why he has his stuff with him. Like, why does he need this stuff with him? But uh, Skinner finds the blueprints to the 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 balloon. So I guess Bart was the one that came up with the balloon, yeah. and 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 notarized photos of Bart making the balloon. <laughs> so why would? So I guess do the kids each have to come up with a science project for Science Week? That'd be my guess. Like every st- well, groups like group projects. Yeah, that'd be my that'd be my guess. The the kids yeah. had group projects, and Bart was like, "Let's do a weather balloon," and yeah. had his schematics. And yeah, Bart Bart uh, definitely ground up, came up with this. Uh, yeah, and no one saw it coming. Yeah, and so I'm, and then- gu- I'm guessing those banners though. The banners were probably the last thing installed at the very last minute, only because Skinner would probably question. Why are, why are these on here? What does this yeah. have to do with the weather balloon? Yeah. So uh, Bart's first, and then we see a picture of Bart's first attempt at a sign that says, Buttzilla. <laughs> and we also see he has a slingshot in his pocket. Yeah. I think it, this is the first instance of him carrying around a slingshot. It's possible. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, and also, if you guys didn't guess it, Buttzilla is obviously a reference to Godzilla. <laughs> I'm glad they went with the sign they did. Buttzilla's yeah. funny, but I think I'm Big Butt Skinner is a yeah. lot better. Yeah. So, uh, so then, you know, uh, Bart turns to Millhouse is like, uh, I'll race you to Mill, I'll, uh, I'll race you to Utah, Millhouse. So they're obviously <laughs> not in Utah anymore. Nope. Did we think they were in Utah? Yeah, we did. Yeah. That was one of our predictions. No, no, they in uh, they're in Nevada. I said they were in Nevada. Oh, okay. Nevada. No, um, because they had to cross state lines for gambling. So we oh, thought that's they were in Utah. Utah. Okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So they're obviously not in Utah. Uh, weird. And so uh, Skinner's like, I'm going to punish you for this, Bart. And it won't just be a simple caning this time. Uh, 
I, I didn't think they were allowed to hit the kids. Well, not anymore. <laughs> and so Skinner's like, well, since you since you try to impede science, you must now <laughs> aid science. And yeah. Skinner tells Bart, starting tomorrow, you will assist me with my amateur astronomy, taking coordinates, carrying equipment, and so forth. 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> Bart's like, there's <laughs> a 4.30 in the morning now? Great line. <laughs> Love it. Oh, Fantastic. I absolutely love it. That's that's great. Well, I could tell you there's a 4.30 in the morning because I spent several years working in the morning shift for a TV station. <laughs> yeah. The only times I got up for 4.30 working was when I worked at the airport and had to get there for a 6. Like, I only did it, like, once or twice a month oh. at 6 a.m. I had to get there for people getting off on their third shift to talk to them because oh. you know, airports are 24-7 gigs. Yeah. So. I had to meet with people that got off at, you know, 6 a.m. So I have to get up early and get ready for work. Other than that, the only other time I've gotten up early for anything was to be on a set uh, for filming. Yeah. um, Just because we wanted to start the day, butt crack of dawn and, you know, have to get there early to set up. So that's about the two. That's about the couple times that I knew a 430 existed. Nope. I used to get up at 2 a.m. every morning to be at work at 3 a.m. There's a there's a 2 a.m. now. You never pulled an all-nighter? <laughs> you're, you're telling me in your college years and even a little bit afterwards, you didn't stay up till 2 a.m.? No, I mean, it, I mean, we stayed at 2 a.m. to close down a bar, but... So, yeah, 2 a.m. exists. Okay. The joke doesn't work with 2 a.m. Okay. It works with 4.30 a.m. Yeah. Um. So, so, the next day or the next morning, Bart's alarm clock goes off at 4 a.m. And um, apparently it's sent to a radio station... Oh, I did that. I did that. I could, I could, there was a point um, where I couldn't wake up to the buzzer anymore. Uh, I was, for whatever reason, I was desensitized to the buzzer. Yeah. So I had to change it to the radio. I kind of got like that too when I first started working uh, early morning shifts and uh, I started missing my alarm clock and I would get phone calls from work being like, get your ass (laughs) to work. And so I would start setting uh, my phone alarm and my regular alarm five minutes apart. Because my body was so used to getting up at the same time every morning that it was like, nah, you're just going to sleep through it now. Um, And I love the radio guys is like, well, there's no news right now because everyone's still in bed. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah. Normally, like for your morning news shows, like local local shows. They started five. I think they started about five. It depends on the local station. So the station I work at, we actually start at 430. Oh, okay. and I believe it was the same for the ABC station in Madison as well. So, again, it depends on the station. It depends on what's going on. Um, so, yeah, we started 4.30. And the uh, when I first started and they had the 4.30 a.m. block, the first half hour was mainly weather and overnight national news. And if there was something crazy that happened the night before, um, you know, that crazy breaking news or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. that first half hour is like just rehashing uh, well, usually like the first hour and a half is rehashing. Yeah. Now it's um, not now. Now keep in mind, doing news that early isn't a bad thing because no, no, there no. are people there are people getting off of work third shift. Yes, that probably want to know the news. That so did, did. so usually usually how it goes is the morning show is for the people who don't watch the evening news. Yes, because it's just yeah. a rehash. Um. And now some stations in the morning, because there's not a lot of news, they'll do interviews, they'll do cooking segments and stuff like that. Um, normally, 
around 6.30 is when they'll, like, talk about, oh, what's coming up ahead of, of the day or if there's any news that's at, like, sometimes at, like, 6, 6.30, you know, people are starting to go to work. So if, like, road closures and shit like that, you'll get that, too. So, yeah, there is no news at 4 a.m. Um, and so I love how Bart goes to Marge to ask her to make him breakfast. But, you know, she doesn't want to get out of bed. It's 4 a.m. Who wants to get out of bed at 4 a.m.? And she's like, oh, I think there's a stuffed pepper in the trash from last night. Just make sure to rinse it off good. Jesus, Marge. Wouldn't Bart just go make like a bowl of cereal, though? Yeah, I would if I was Bart. He knows how to make cereal. Yeah. I don't don't see why he wouldn't just do that. Pour some Crustios in a bowl and take out all the uh, non-marshmallow bits. Exactly. So I love, so Bart goes downstairs and we see the dog and cat are on the couch watching TV. I love that because it's like, oh, what do your pets do when you aren't around? That's yeah, great. I was always thinking about setting up a camera. From oh, We did that at my old house. We set up okay. a camera because we wanted to know what our dog and cat did during the day. Let me guess, and nothing? No, well, Bob would sleep on the couch. Every once in a while, the cat would sit on one of the edges of the couch, just yeah. sitting there. I swear he knew the camera was there and he was staring at it. <laughs> I swear to God. Although, although when it records, it has a red light on it. So he could have oh, been just staring at the red light. But yeah. I swear to God, he's like, what? You watching me? What are you doing? <laughs> I, it was fu- It was funny. And then I moved uh, the camera. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> that's creepy. Um, and so Bart comes downstairs and uh, he's got a flashlight because he doesn't want to turn the lights on the house. And Santa's little helper and Snowball see the light. So Santa's little helper turns off the TV (laughs) and they pretend to sleep. And how did you know they were watching Lassie? Did they say that? They said that, yeah. Oh, okay. I must have missed that part. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of fun. I like that. And uh, I love, like, Bart walks past and they both open their eyes to make sure he's gone. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, uh, Bart... Goes through the garage, grabs his bike, starts biking. He's like, huh, still dark out. Better use the generator. And he has, like, this device on his wheel that's connected to the light on the front that makes him, like, pedal, like, really slow because of the friction on the, the bike. I have tire. never personally seen anything like no. that in my life. I don't think I have either. Like, don't you put your reflectors on so if cars yeah. are coming, they see your reflectors? Yes, you don't need a I, light. Yeah, no, I do. I, I do. I have seen people bike at night with bike helmets and lights on their bike helmets. Well, yeah, but but not I've on the actual never, bike. Never heard or seen that ever. I in my feel life. like the joke here is Bart doesn't want to go to basically what amounts to his detention, so well, he's no, doing I don't, it. I don't. I don't think so. Why would you want to, dude? Why would you want to pedal? Uh, it's true. He looked. He looked really. Yeah. I'd rather get hit by a car and not have to do it. <laughs> That have to pedal harder. I suppose. Uh, so finally, you know, Bart gets to the elementary school and we see Skinner setting up his telescope. Um, and he's wearing his, was he wearing his suit? Yeah. Weirdest thing to wear at 430 in the morning. Why don't you just come in sweats? I mean, it is change, And then, I but know, it is but Skinner. He's I, an like, army. In... He's an army guy, man. He's got yeah. a regiment. I guess, but I'd be like, just come in sweats, come in something. And then at, you know, 6 a.m. when you're done, when the sun comes up, change into your suit in the, in the teacher's lounge. I don't know. I, I have no idea. So, uh, yeah. So as he's setting up his uh, telescope, he's like, ah, there's nothing more exciting than science. 
You get all the fun of sitting still, being quiet, and writing down numbers, paying attention. Science has it all. <laughs> yeah. um, I guess? Maybe? Um, and so uh, Skinner forbids Bart from using the telescope, which, you know, keep that in mind. Um, and so Skinner is like pointing out constellations. He's like, that's Orion. That's this. And he's like, ah, the three wise men and the stars <laughs> look like the three stages. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. And Bart's well, Bart, like, well, Bart was like, don't they, should they not look like, oh yeah. Why know? don't they look like what they're named after? It's yeah. like, oh, you got to use your imagination. Ah, the three wise men. And it looks like <laughs> yeah. the three stooges. Yeah. Uh, and so Bart's like, who names this stuff? And he's like, oh, you know, the people who discover it, which makes sense. And Bart's like, well, have you found anything, Principal Skinner? And he's like, once, but I was beaten by Principal so-and-so, but I got him back good. And that little boy, too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> dude don't don't piss off principal skinner man he'll make you uh pay for your uh crimes yeah so uh so then uh principal skinner uh starts reading off numbers and having uh bart read him uh you know writing them down and he's like so the first one the first numbers he reads he's uh six hours 19 minutes right ascension 14 degrees 22 minutes declination and those are actual astronomical coordinates uh, what he what Skinner is actually observing is the constellation Orion, which he did point out, yep. uh, which is just to the east of the star G Orin, or Orionis, uh, which is about two thirds of the way between the stars Betelgeuse and uh, Elhena, Elhena. Um, and so uh, and he slowly moves northwards until he reaches six hours, 19 minutes right ascension. 14 degrees, 59 minutes, declination, which is a distance of, of a 37 arc minutes about the apparent width of the full moon. So this is actually, I, you know, it's funny because in Futurama, they did all the science stuff. So yeah. it's kind of cool to see that they actually did this with a Simpsons episode as well. Yep. No, it's good. And so, you know, obviously, you know, uh, Principal Skinner reads off another number and Skinner's like, did you get that part? Hell no. So <laughs> good Bart's job. obviously, he's not, he's not doing his job. And Skinner obviously doesn't really necessarily care. Yeah. Uh, so Skinner sees something in the sky and I, I don't know what he thinks he sees because he calls the observatory <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh, this number and yeah. uh, the, the people at the observatory, you know, do the thing. And so, and then we come back to Principal's like, oh wait, that's nothing. <laughs> and then we see the observatory has a, like zoomed in right on yeah. Principal Skinner's bit. And I, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, how do you not see giant, this? This is a giant ass telescope pointing at space. Yeah. How does how does the telescope pick up something such so short range? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> I mean, I get I get why it's a joke and it's funny, but I'm like. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't think that's possible. So I know you had a telescope growing up. Did I you did. ever really use it to look at the space? Uh, yeah, we, uh, I use it more or less the moon. Okay. Like I know I probably looked at stars, but I think I was more fascinated with the craters on the moon and the moon in general. Cause I feel like that's what I looked at the most aside from our neighbors. Did you see was... any space bears? <laughs> I did not. No, oh. no space bears. Uh, 
Nope. I never uh, saw anything on the dark side of the moon either. It was always on the other side for some reason. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Not space bears. Moon bears. Moon bears. Yeah. Moon yeah. Bears. Yeah. So never, never saw the landing site. Yeah. Never yeah. saw a lot of things on the moon, unfortunately. Um, so Skinner, you know, runs off after the balloon and tells Bart not to touch the telescope. And Bart just goes woo and spins the spins the thing around yeah. and stops, looks through it and sees a comet kind of flying through the sky. It was flying sideways, like it was flying yeah. sideways through the sky. But and then Bart grabs the phone, redials the observatory. It's like, can you look at uh, you know four hours? He's tw- like, here are the numbers: four, twelve, eight, and seven. <laughs> and I like how when they're looking it up, Bart's like twirling the <laughs> telescope around. <laughs> Well, he reads the numbers before he starts you know, twirling it. Yeah. yeah, but this, this, the the what uh, Bart gives to the observatory this time is the constellation Taurus. Yep. Which is just southwest of the star Mu Tauri. Yep. So, pretty cool that they kept on kept the kept the thing going. Yep. And so Skinner captures the balloon finally, but discovered Bart's on the phone, and Skinner, you know, told Bart that he does. Uh, like Skinner picks up the phone, he's like. Congratulations, Bart. You discovered a comet. And Skinner no. yells no upon hearing that. And then drops to his knees and yells no when he realizes he just released the balloon back up. Uh, and then yells a no a third time when a paper boy throws the paper at his feet and says, Prez says school is for losers. <laughs> oh, God. Clinton no. said that? <laughs> I, I don't think Clinton would say that. Not yeah. out loud anyways. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what the, what was meant by Prez says. Unless unless it was president of the United States, I don't know. Yeah. Where else that would where else that would come from? Yeah. And so, now we cut to the Simpsons eating dinner. And I want to point out that the drawing of the food is ever so slightly better than it than it was. They actually divided yeah. up the colors. You could definitely see steak or pork chops uh paired with like mashed potatoes and I, I feel like they're coming a little ways with the with the drawing of the food. Yeah. It's just not a purple blob anymore. Yeah. Which is great. Um yeah. and Homer's like, and then I sped away without anyone seeing my license plate. <laughs> and he's like, Sounds you like you had a good day, Dad. Yeah, except I forgot to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, I guess that'd still be a good day if you didn't yeah. go to work. But apparently it um, sounds like it sounds like uh, Homer uh, did a hit and run or yeah, <laughs> hit something anyway. Yeah. And then uh, Marge asks what Bart did today and Bart whips out a paper. Boy, they got that paper out fast. Yeah, they got they got mad. The new news <laughs> in Springfield gets gets out there fast. Yeah. And it's a, a headline. Boy discovers Comet. Yeah. And uh, um. Yeah, Bart uh, Bart's pretty proud of himself. And yep. uh Marge, you know, reads the paper and says, you know, tells Bart that she's proud of him. And Bart's like, <laughs> You've always been proud of me, right, Mom? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So Bart finally did something right for once, I guess. I mean completely yeah. pure, by pure accident, yeah. but Yeah. But he did something right. Yeah. And uh you know, Bart, you know, get, goes to school and the nerds are like, hey, come sit with us, Bart. And Database is like, as the first student of Springfield Elementary to discover a comet, we are proud to make you a member of our very select group. Welcome to Super Friends. Now, clearly Database and his group are DC fans. 
Yeah. Otherwise, their name would be the Avengers. Yeah. But Super Friends sounds so so much nerdier. Yeah. Which is which is why DC chose it for their yeah group, right? Yeah. <laughs> and know. Bart's Bart's like, huh? And uh, <laughs> welcome Super Friends in unison with yeah. uh, Bart and Ham. Ham's like, I'm called Ham since I enjoy Ham Radio. This is email, cosine, report card, database. And Lisa, and Lisa gives us smirch about Lisa. Apparently, even in Lisa's nerd group, she hasn't done something cool enough to get a nickname. I know. Oh my and, god! And Ham's like, your nickname will be Cosmos. See, I feel like his nickname should be Comet because he discovered a comet. Maybe, but comets live in the cosmos, so sure. They didn't have enough. They didn't have enough time to come up with one, so yeah, they. Uh, they just, you know, just did it. Yeah. And uh, Bart, you know, doesn't like his nickname. He's like, kind of takes a bite of his sandwich. He's like, all right, oh. bye, guys. And, uh, you know, database, you know, asks Bart if they can, you know, if he can show them their comments sometime, you know, some night. And Bart's like, yeah, it's right there. And database <laughs> is like, yeah, I don't believe you, Bart. The last time I looked away, I like left myself open for, what was it, wedgies or something? Yeah. And uh, he's like, no, it's right there. And they all turn around on us on a second, second time. Yeah. And yeah, they're in trouble. They're like, uh, they're like, the comet must be coming at us at an incredible speed. <laughs> and uh, Bart's like, huh? And Lisa explains that the comet's going to hurt, hit earth, killing all living things. Yeah. So yeah, things are yeah. about to get uh, pretty dicey for the town of Springfield. Yeah. And the, and the earth. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. Springfield is going to get hit, but you know, the whole earth is in trouble too. Yes. Um, and, uh, Bart, uh, Bart says he knew Lisa was petty and small and would find any way to talk bad about Bart's (laughs) comments. Uh, no, no, Bart, Lisa, no science. Lisa's just jealous. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, the kids are like, do the observatory. And they're singing, we are the super friends. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I, I wish we had the had the Lenny bit. Was that Carl? Carl, Carl said that. Carl like, said that. Shut up. Oh, God. And so, uh, you know, um, the, observatory, uh, the observatory sounds the alarm uh, after the kids get there. And so the siren that that you hear is the same air raid siren that warned British people about Nazi bombings during the Blitz in World War Two. Yep. So that's kind of cool. And uh, upon hearing the siren, uh, <laughs> Grandpa and Jasper are sitting at like an old timey store. It looks like, and Grandpa's like, "Sounds like the Doomsday whistle." Ain't been blown for nigh on to three years. And Jasper's <laughs> like, oh, well, there must be trouble a-brewing. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, whatever. <laughs> well, they're old. They don't care. They're going to die. Yep. And so, uh, you know, uh, Quimby calls an emergency town meeting. And he's like, fellow citizens, what I learned about the impending crisis, I, or when I, yeah, when I learned about the impending crisis, I caught the very next plane to Springfeld. Field. Field. Apparently he completely forgot what town he bears. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, first of all, yes, there is a comet in the sky. And yes, 
it is going to hit Springfield. And one person plots slowly. <laughs> and he's like, you uh, don't need to applaud that. No. No. No, you don't. Um, and so Quimby shows uh, slides of what the impact will look like. And on the second slide, so the first slide has uh, uh, arrow pointing to the town. It says Springfield. And then the comet. And then the word comet with an arrow pointing to the comet, yeah. which... Okay, and then you see the second slide, and the town's on fire, and there's a little arrow that says "Most Tavern," pointing to Most Tavern. He's like, "Oh dear God, God no. no! Oh dear God, God. no!" <laughs> I love it. Either Quimby or the Some- Professor Frank or someone hates Mo. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. And so, uh, so then uh, Quimby's like, "Ah, oh, Professor Frank has a solution," and so they they pull out a model of the the the, the the town and you see a rocket and they're like, Oh yeah, we're going to blow up the, ro- uh, the comet with a rocket that we got from the military. And so in the model, so the rocket hits the comet, it explodes and it like starts a fire in the model. And some of it lights most bar on fire. And most <laughs> yeah. like, Oh God, no. Oh dear God. No. <laughs> and that uh, time it was purely accidental. The first time, obviously yeah. was someone hated bone wanted to draw the bar. Yeah. But the second time, obviously that happened by pure coincidence, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Uh, and so, you know, uh, all the citizens leave and they go out in the street and they start laughing at the comet. But you see Lisa and she's got this worried look on her face. And so now they're driving home and everybody's worried except for Homer. Homer's like, oh, stop worrying. You heard what the guy in the building said. <laughs> I love that. He's like the guy in the building. It's great. Yeah. Not the mayor. The, or the scientist, scientist, mind you. Just the guy in that <laughs> yeah. building. It's like when you, it's like when somebody's like, oh, did you see the movie? You know, the movie with the guy who did the thing? About the bus that yeah. couldn't slow down? I think it was the bus that couldn't slow down. Um, so Lisa's like, well, Homer, what do you think? And there's like, bup, bup, bup. we don't have to think. We have elected officials to do that for us. God, oh I don't God. want my elected officials thinking for me. Um yep. And so, uh, you remember the rainforest thing? We took care of that, didn't we? Uh, no. <laughs> it's like, don't you think, uh, 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 there's, that there's that word again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So now we get another headline. It says, Rocket to Kick Comet's Tail. And a sub-headline, Mayor Visits City. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mayor Quimby's uh, just, he's out of it now. He's like... I keep getting elected. Screw this town. Yeah. And so now we see the citizens like in the street and the Simpsons on the roof and they're all watching the, the launch of the rocket. And I love like, so they go to Fort Springfield and you see the, a shot of the rocket and it says, caution, aim away from face. <laughs> yes. Good because advice. Of me, there's a warning. <laughs> Look, if you ever see a sign and you're like, why is this sign here? Just to remember, somebody did something stupid to make that sign exist. Well, I would say majority of the time. Yes. Like, the the ones that are, like, very stupid. Like, the, yeah. there, there's a lot of warnings out there that, like, the, the one I mentioned when this quote event, like, happened. And I was like, yeah. there was a, a warning on the pizza box that says, do not eat this box. <laughs> That's because some idiot ate that box. Well, it's like, well, it's like now, like, coffee cups have uh, the warning uh, that says caution hot. Well, yeah. it says contents may be hot because that woman sued McDonald's. Yes. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. 
So now um, uh, the Simpsons, you know, as the Simpsons sit and watch the launch, Marge is like, well, what happens if the rocket doesn't work? And Homer's like, I have a backup backup plan. See, you, you see, while everybody else is panicking, twiddling their thumbs. Dad! Oh, right. Uh, back to the plan. So you see, everybody will be sitting there. And Bart's like, Dad! Dad! He's like, fine, fine. We'll take the only bridge out of town. All in the while, while yeah. all the people are still <laughs> yeah. doing do, 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 twiddling their thumbs. Do, do, do. And then Bart's uh, like, they're watching the rocket. Good. And so, yep. So uh, the Simpsons are watching the rocket launch from their roof. They see the rocket and um, the trajectory is very wrong. And the rocket blows the only bridge out of town. Now, mind you, this is kind of a. Oh, and there was here. a sign that said only bridge out of it town. Does. Yeah. But here's the thing. Most cities, there's more than one way out of town. Even if, like, okay, what is it? Rhode, uh, not Rhode Island, uh, Staten Island. There's, like, what, four or five bridges into Staten Island. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, you wouldn't, and they're landlocked. It's not like, they're in a desert. Just yeah, and not only that, but that I feel like that bridge was going over the Springfield Gorge too, because it, yeah, it was. Arnie it was. Pa- we'll, like, was it Arnie Pie? Or yeah, we'll get like, there. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. We'll t- get there. You get ahead. We'll get there. Um, yeah. And so uh, Lisa's like, it blew up the bridge. We're doomed. Homer's like, it's time like it's times like this. I wish I were a religious man. And Reverend Lovejoy running down the street. It's all over, people. We don't have a prayer. oh Oh, that was good all right so now everyone's doomed apparently because there's only one one way out of springfield and it's gone and so arnie pie uh arnie pie is in the sky and you know ken's doing we have uh six hours to live and arnie pie in the sky is reporting from the bombed out bridge (laughs) with the bridge gone and the airport unfortunately on the other side of the bridge a number of citizens are attempting to jump the gorge with their cars. It's a si- silent testament to the never give up and never think things are out. <laughs> spirit of our citizens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know if why anyone would be attempting to jump the Springfield Gorge after Homer couldn't even do it on a skateboard. Yeah. Um, yeah. You should yeah. probably at least attempt to build a ramp of some kind. I don't know if you could do that in six hours, but. Uh, yeah, you probably could. You could now, probably could, build now, you probably build something to get the cars over the bridge in six hours. Exactly. And is Arnie Pie just being uh completely uh selfish because they could shuttle people people over in the helicopter. Yeah, and it might not be many, but get the mayor out of town, maybe get the Simpsons out of um, town. Steve, Steve. The mayor is already out of town. Oh yes, right, 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 right. He only stopped there for a split second. Yes. But I mean, the, they have a helicopter to helicopter people over to the to yeah. the airport. Yeah. Not that. Not that if the the if the comet wasn't an extinction level event comet, I mean, going anywhere isn't going to help anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think people forgot that. Like getting out well, of yeah. town. Yeah. Dude, humans are panicky creatures, and when you panic, you forget things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, Ken tosses it to a live look in at the congressional house of representatives and, uh, Congressman number one is like, then it's unanimous. We are going to approve the bill to evacuate the town of Springfield 
in the great state of Congressman <laughs> 2 comes up. Wait a second. I want to tuck a, a rider bill to that. $30 million to, of taxpayer money to support the perverted arts. <laughs> what are the perverted <laughs> arts? Like, is he talking about porn? Uh, either porn or the uh, the naked women statues and art at, at museums. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Uh-huh. But porn might be the more likely yeah. candidate. And Congressman 1 is uh, all in favor of the amended Springfield slash pervert bill. Boo. And all the congressmen. <laughs> boo. <laughs> Bill denied or bill, bill defeated. defeated. Sorry. <laughs> That's um, not how voting works. Well, I guess it is fucking U S Congress. Maybe that is how voting yeah. works. No, they actually do tack on bills to because no, no, I'm like, talking about the voting. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, oh no. They trust me. I know they tack and... on bills. Trust yep. me. I'm well aware of how our dumbass Congress works. Yep. And uh, so we go cut back to Ken Brockman. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Democracy simply doesn't work. Now, over the years, a newsman learns a number of things that, for one reason or another, he just can't report. It doesn't seem to matter now, so the following people are gay. <laughs> and we see a list go, and I, you know, I didn't I notice paused you. it. I yep. did pause it a little bit, but I did find out somewhere. In, in fact, so the first name is Matt Groening's name. Yep. Uh, but the list of people they put on there are actually all people who have worked on The Simpsons. And That's they actually had a, they had to sign waivers in order to have their names on there. Because obviously, if you know, you have to sign something to say you could do it, because if they were like, Oh yeah, these people are gay and they're not gay, yeah. That's a lawsuit. Yep. But but I did pause it. I caught Al Jean, yeah. I caught yeah. uh Mike Scully. I caught I caught a few of the names on there. Yeah. Some names I didn't didn't even recognize. They must have been like writers or not maybe supplement writers or yeah. uh, animators, producers, yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, yeah I, I paused it. I was like, Robert didn't write down any names. Well, I gotta pause this. And I paused it. I'm like, oh, there's just names of people that work here. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so you know, March turns off the TV. And Homer's like, well, March tells, well, March tells Homer to turn off the TV, but he's writing down the names. Oh yeah. It was like, it's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, uh, Homer's Homer's like, what's up? Everyone's so worked up about. So there's a comet, big deal. It'll burn up in our atmosphere and what's left over. will be no bigger than a Chihuahua's head. But it's like, wow, dad, maybe you're right. Homer's like, of course I'm right. If I'm not, may we all be horribly crushed from above somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know by like a comet by a comet maybe yep <laughs> yeah and so and it's like like homer says all right if you're so worried then i'll take you all to the bomb shelter and lisa asks, asks they have a bomb we have a bomb shelter and homer says <laughs> i take care of my family homer's <laughs> pounding on ned flanders uh bomb shelter which apparently was built overnight i i, it's, I, don't, I don't know or it's possible he well i mean Look, Bart probably dis- it probably took two, maybe three days for the comet to reach Springfield. And as we'll see later, maybe, you know, they did rush the bomb shelter. So you think it was built within like a week? Maybe yeah. a week? I don't know. All right. All right. I can, I can, might be able to believe that. But very Otherwise, shittily, because we'll see. We'll see how yeah. well it was built. Yeah. Um, and so Homer pounds on the door and Homer's like, Get out of there. My family needs your bomb shelter. Marshall's like, Homer, 
Flanders like starts chuck. He's like, I kind of figured this might happen. So I built the shelter big enough for both our families. No deal. Out. <laughs> March is like, Homer, I mean, get in the bomb shelter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ned was definitely thinking. So that, yeah. say that's okay. And so yeah. the comet uh, starts covering the town in the giant shadow, causing the animals at the zoo to go completely insane. And penguins to fly for some reason, even though they're flightless birds. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, so people <laughs> people start running around town, trying to hide. Guy went under a car. I don't Another think, went under like a bench. Yeah. I don't think uh, doing any of that's going to help you guys out. No. And so, you know, Marge says, uh, looks at her watch, I think, looks at her watch yeah. maybe. And yeah, she's she like, all right, one more hour to wait. And Homer's like, aw, what's taking that comet so long? They hear someone knock on the bomb shelter. There it is. <laughs> oh, my God, Homer, you're so dumb. <laughs> so great. That was that was great. I love it. Yeah. And so the whole town basically shows up at the bomb shelter, and Mo says they want in. And that's just like, we don't have any room in here. So yeah. the town starts, you know, it's like, oh, really? Oh, geez. Well, I guess we'll go out here and die then. <laughs> yeah. And Ned, you know, changes his mind and lets everyone in, even though they might not have enough room to whistle and their air is surely to run out. <laughs> Which uh, happens when you pack a lot of people into a tight space. Yep. Um, and so, you know, Homer tries to close the door and there's too many people. So the door won't close. And he suggests someone has to leave. And when they show, like, all the people in the bomb shelter up above Homer, guess who I found, Steve? You found Waldo. I found Waldo. So, now, uh, why didn't Waldo just get kicked? We need one person to leave. Kick Waldo out. Exactly. Although, when you see it, when you see the shots later, Waldo has disappeared. So, yep. I, I mean. <laughs> There's your one person. Come on. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so. And then, uh, well, another thing to point out. Looking at at an image of the bomb shelter, yeah, there are so many people I don't recognize. Now there oh, yeah. are there are thousands of people in Springfield. And you know that poster? You know that's yeah. uh, the people at Springfield poster that probably has like two hundred some characters on it. Yep. I don't know if necessarily all of them were introduced at this point or not, but I, the animators <laughs> didn't necessarily have to draw random faces. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And so, uh, so after Homer says somebody needs to leave Lisa, you can hear Lisa, but you can't see her. She's like, I would leave, but I don't know where I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Barney's like, ah, somebody's touching me. And Skinner's like, it's me. And Barney's like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> yep. And so, uh, Krusty suggests that maybe they should make a list of who they will need in the future. And Christy's like, well, we'll need somebody for laughter. So of course I'm going to stay. And yep. I was like, well, and Mo's like, well, somebody needs to serve drinks. Uh, AKA me. And Mo, oh, Mo suggests to Homer, Homer, you can run the power. And Homer's like, uh, yeah, right. Sure. And so some time has passed. And so Reverend Lovejoy is now going over the list of people who should stay in the shelter and who should leave. He's like, okay, let's start again. We'll need laughter, religious enlightenment, gossip. That's Mrs. Lovejoy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And so Homer, you know, Homer's like, you know what we aren't going to need in the future? A left-handed store. Yeah. Which I guess. Um, 
And so, uh, and he's like, well, we need to kick out Ned. And as he's yelling to kick out Ned, he keeps whispering to Ned's kids, I'm sorry, please yeah. forgive me. Um, but here's, now here's my thing. If the comet were to hit Springfield, I don't think that bomb shelter, regardless of how, if it was built properly or not, would save them. No, I mean, I, I, your bomb, most bomb shelters during like the whole quote unquote Russian invasion time or when people yeah. were thinking they were going to drop the nukes on us. Yeah. That shit was like 50, 60 feet below ground. Right. Yeah. This was like, an above ground bomb shelter. Yeah. That, that's not a bomb shelter. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, Ned's like, all right, I'll leave. And Maude's like, I'll come with you. And Ned's like, no, stay there. All right. I'll stay. All right. <laughs> wow. What a what a woman. Yep. Um, and so and then Ned's like, now, Todd, I'm going to I might go crazy with fear. And if I do try to get back in here, I'm going to need you to shoot me. And Todd's like, OK. And Ned hands him a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Handing your younger kid a shotgun, man. That's a, that's a good way to go. So then, like, you know, Ned leaves. He shuts the door and he starts saying, case Sarah. And the town just kind of listens to him. Like, it's a sound in the background. They're like, okay. Uh, uh, we're horrible people. Yeah. And Mo's like, hey, maybe we should play a game to pass the time. And he's like, Mo's like, all right, I'll 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 make a barnyard animal sound. And everybody try to guess it. And he makes this. Uh, 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 I thought it was a sheep. Yeah, it that's what I like, thought. I was going to so, go sheep. Yeah. Yeah. And so Wiggum guesses a pig. Because, you know, Wiggum's a pig. And then Bart says, basically, his catchphrase is like, it's a cow, man. Yep. <laughs> and Lisa's like, a pony? And Krusty's like, it's a goat. You know, one of those lady goats. Oh, and uh, Penny's some of them are like, there, ain't a, there isn't a thing as a lady goat. That's a sheep. And yep. everybody starts to argue. Yep. And Marge like starts to stop everyone from fighting. And in the distance, again, we can hear, you know, Ned singing yeah and marge uh asked well it was a was it a duck and everyone starts arguing again obviously it wasn't a duck ducks don't sound yeah. like that no and homer starts piping up obviously he's the one that caused this whole situation but yeah it's like i'm surprised and disgusted by all of you and it's like especially ned's kids <laughs> well no, homer, like, no 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 don't blame homer for the bomb shelter ned was the one that allowed everybody to come into the bomb shelter yeah, okay. But Homer yells, you know, shut up. It's like, we can't let Ned die alone. Yeah. And uh, as as he leaves, he comes back in. He's like, it was a baby ox. And uh, Skinner's like, uh, ask Homer if he was uh, right. Well, no, he sense. asked if Homer was right. Yeah. I was like, what, about the baby ox? It's like, oh, about everything. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, yeah, he was right about the ox and everything else. We're all, we should all be disgusted. Yep. So everyone decides to leave the shelter and join Ned on the top of the hill, which is apparently right behind their house. House, I guess. I have no. I mean, idea. I guess. I guess it could be an open area back there. We don't. I guess we never really see an. No, the parking. Chance. The parking lot is back there. Oh right! They demolished that parking lot to put in a hill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. And so they all start singing, and you know. Quimby jumps in, everybody run, the comet! And you see the comet entering the atmosphere. And so, okay, breaking. correction. Quimby apparently didn't leave. No, he didn't. You were wrong. He should have left. Yeah. He could have left. Uh, He's the mate. He could have. Yep. And, he, you know, uh, the comet starts breaking up. 
I love how it hits, goes right through Skinner's balloon. That was yep. great. And then it hits the bomb shelter, collapsing it. Yeah. So horribly, Again. horribly quickly made bomb shelter. Yep. And it lands next to Bart and a Chihuahua standing right next to Bart to go back to that, what Homer said, that it'll yeah. be no, the no size of the, the Chihuahua's head. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it was like Smithers' Chihuahua, someone's Chihuahua, I'm guessing. I don't know. Well, apparently, so I was reading, apparently there is an episode in the future where that Chihuahua is like the center of the episode. Oh, really? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. You've we'll seen more. You've, you've seen more recent episodes than I have. I guess I'll have to put a pin in it. I don't remember a chihuahua being uh, the lynch point of an entire episode, but yeah. we'll have to see. Um, yeah. And then uh, we see uh, Patty and Selma, you know, uh, says, say it uh, shows them the preciousness of life. And they take out and start smoking cigarettes. Of course. Yeah. And uh, then we see, you know, um, well, Moe's like, well, uh, he's, yeah, like, he's like, Let, let's go to the observe. Let's go burn down the observatory. So this will never happen again. Uh, bad idea. Bad. idea. Yeah, I think you might need your observatory. I don't think yeah. the observatory caused the comet. Space caused the comet. comet yes. Um, and, then you know, Lisa can't believe that the extra layer of gas in the atmosphere, you know, cause that she's been picketing against is what saved them. Yeah. Pollution guys. I feel like, I don't know, if a comet came towards Earth today, you think it would break up in our uh, horrible atmosphere? So, I believe, so a comet and an asteroid, I believe, are two different objects? Yes, I believe so. So, so a comet is more rock, and an asteroid is more of a solid. So, I think if an asteroid came through our atmosphere, I don't think it would necessarily break up, where a comet would most likely break up. Well, what, what are, like, what meteorite, well, there's always, like, meteorites entering our atmosphere and breaking up and landing on I Earth. think that's a comet? Okay. Hold on. Uh, difference be- between comet and asteroid. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, asteroids and comets are debris left over from formation of the moons and the planets. Yeah, like when a yeah. planet explodes. So like when the, a star dies. So let's see if I can get the main difference here. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, asteroids are uh, rocky and metallic, where comets are just more rocks, I think. Okay. I All think right. that's what it is. All right. Well, Bart, he's like, what's really amazing is that this is exactly what Dad said would happen. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Dad was right. Homer's like, I know, kids. I'm scared too, and they all huddle together as the credits roll. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe Homer's, maybe Homer's crayon uh, in his brain shifted just ever so slightly <laughs> for a split second. I, you know, while there isn't like a memorable quote, I love this episode. There is just something so simple about it. And oh, this is like, like I when I saw your notes, I'm like five pages, and I'm like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. This is yeah. just. It's so it's, it's in its nature. And it's like, it's just so like they have the sciencey stuff, which, okay. It's, it's great. That they put that in there. And like Homer was right. And you have like this tense music at the end. They're like, Oh God, Homer was right about something. Cause he's never right about anything. And it's funny. I love the, the burning of Moe's bar in the like, the yes, tunnel. that's great. Um, there's a four 30 in the morning now. Um, yes. it's, it's just so, I, 
I love this episode because it's just so simplistic. It just speeds so like smoothly. There's no weird interruptions. It, for the most part, makes sense. Yeah, for the most. I mean, obviously, the the only town out of Springfield doesn't really make sense because, as you see in the movie, in the movie, they go through a a, a sinkhole to leave Springfield. Yeah, and they run through the forest. Now, granted, it probably wouldn't matter because they think the comet is going to destroy all life on Earth, anyways. But it, I found Waldo. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So. You know, the weather balloon bit is hilarious. It's a prank. I don't know why Bart would keep all the evidence on him. Uh, maybe he didn't think he was going to get caught. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm going to get him at a five. Everything's coming out Millhouse. I love There's just something about this episode that is absolutely endearing to me. And oh, I just yeah. love this episode. No, I'm definitely going five. Everything's coming up Millhouse. The solid A storyline. Nothing left and right going weird things. Um, I mean, to me, the only thing that might be out of, out of whack was the newspaper that Bart had literally the <laughs> day of discovering the comet. I, yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, the Springfield shopper is very good about getting their papers out quickly. Absolutely. I mean, Bart's prank was hilarious. Everything yeah. around Bart's prank was awesome yeah um bart discovering the comet not giving a shit about science <laughs> was absolutely fantastic yeah uh super friends take it or leave it yeah. pretty a little bit funny yeah. but i like i like how they they they're i don't know if they're just mocking the dc super friends if so you guys did good that was that was great <laughs> so but yeah i i absolutely love this episode i'll watch this thing anytime yeah. it's on this oh is, absolutely this is a fantastic episode so uh, let's finish it off with our character profile. We have uh, this week, the nerdy database. Yep. Uh, he is founding member of the Super Friends, uh, Springfield Elementary's very select group of academically gifted students. So, so why, I don't would know they, how... why would they invite Bart in, even though he, like, it's not like you need to be smart to discover a comet. Was he you like an look honorary? Up <laughs> Was he an no, honorary I... member? Because, no, you know, like, they give, like, honorary doctorates to people who don't actually no. get doctorates? No, they invited him into the group because he he found a comet. Even though you don't need to be smart to find a comet. You just need nope. to be very lucky. Very lucky, yes. Yeah. Uh, favorite activities? Playing Pop Goes the Weasel in the school band. Dancing around lemon trees, which we haven't gotten to yet. We'll get Inducting. There. Yep, inducting new members into Super Friends. See, he inducted them, so he's not an yeah. honorary member. Yeah. Uh, finest moment, participating in the raid on Shelbyville to recover Springfield's lemon tree in Lemon of Troy. Which is the second to last episode in season six. Yep. Right before so. the season finale of probably the greatest mystery ever. Yes. Should we should we wait like an entire uh, like three months to do episode two of that? <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll do it the next week. So we I, I will say I will say that episode. I it took me like I think like seven years before uh, before actually seeing part two because I missed part one or not. Oh. I, I saw part one, but I never saw part two, and I don't remember why. Like I missed Maybe it was the second. Like, part. Well, we could. We probably didn't record it. DVRs weren't invented yet, so yeah. that's. I think I might have been grounded. I don't know. Yeah, 
I make it also make it a point to never uh, turn my head unless I expect to see something. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Hey, Steve, look behind you. What? Oh, damn it. <laughs> you turned your head. <laughs> I did. Um, so uh, let's close it off where you can find us. Head over to uh, Instagram, The Simpsons Did a Pod. Uh, head over to, uh, I, we never really use it much, but Twitter, uh, The Simpsons Did a PC. Head over to YouTube, listen to our older episodes, um, and uh, make sure to like, subscribe, comment, do all that fun stuff. Just search The Simpsons Did It Podcast on YouTube. Eventually, uh, we'll have a good URL that you won't have to type that, but yep. I'm sure people are finding it. People are listening, so I'm sure people are li- finding other ways to listen to it as well. Yep. But search that, and you can listen to older episodes there if that's where you listen to stuff. Uh, if you'd like to give us uh, feedback, email us at thesimpsonsdiditpod at gmail.com and give us a call 612-584-0986 we have an awesome voicemail message so check that out as well and if you'd like to donate to our podcast head over to uh, buymeacoffee.com backslash the simpsons did it and donate donate us a duff or two fill our bellies with the wonderful wonderful duff and uh, we'll send you some stickers and other things to uh, compensate you for your time Uh, so until next time i'm steven skolanski and i'm robert skolanski And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.